Welcome back to Lensless with Candy Wool. This is Lissandra, your favorite lensless stylist, and I am on the line with an excellent and creative, talented photographer. I'm going to let him introduce himself, and then we're going to conduct this interview because I want you guys to hear what it is that this company does and what's the driving force behind it and the inspiration. AJ, how are you today? I'm doing okay. Thanks for uh, giving me this opportunity. I really appreciate this opportunity to connect. And the uh, company is Bimshap Brown Photography. I'm AJ Brown. Uh, I'm the lead photographer, and I work with a lot of amazing creatives across the, uh, the state and across the world. So tell me... What is the, the inspiration behind what you do? Because when I when I look at your imagery, when I look at the, the end result of your whole production, it is amazing. It's like a melanated fantasy. And I love how whimsical it is, how, how it takes you to another world. So what's the inspiration behind what you do? My, my original inspiration comes from my my mother who was a seamstress and she made fashion clothing uh in liberia west africa uh she used a lot of beautiful patterns in the old days and she had all these old magazines vogue magazines and uh, a lot of these uh high fashion magazines and i never really saw a lot of representation of mm-hmm. people that look like me uh, but my mother designed and 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 created fabrics into clothing and uh, put on uh, beautiful African people uh, so these beautiful pieces were put on beautiful African people but we weren't represented in pictures so uh, as I got older, as a creative, as a musician and a creative, um, uh, when I picked up the camera, I decided uh, that the inspiration uh, that should drive me is representation and just presenting the colors of our people, making sure that we can see each other in a fantastic type environment, not only as we are, but in futuristic concepts in in you know in in historically uh future i could call it historically futuristic concepts in beautiful colors that and you know in different attitudes that we can present and capture not just one view of who we are but i want a representation and my basic inspiration comes from the creativity that my mom uh, brought to her, her, her creative work as a centrist um, and growing up not only in West Africa but growing up in in Europe uh, looking for representation all over the world that uh, we lived so my inspiration comes from my mom and trying to find inspiration from different works of art that already exist and show representation that we can see each other in these environments in beautiful colors. Like you said, the fantasy of it all. Beautiful. I like that. And it definitely translates in your work. That's a beautiful gift your mom left you, huh? <laughs> yeah, she's, she, you know, she's yeah. still here. She's still here with us. I spoke with her this morning and she's constantly asking me what, what I'm doing and she's very interested in it. Uh, I'm glad to have her. I I think she is, but you know, you know, moms they always uh, <laughs> they, they they encourage you in different ways. You know, yeah, I think they do it. it, they, it they do that so they won't make you feel too uh, accomplished because they still want oh, you to keep striving. Well, right? <laughs> exactly. So they, you know, your head won't swell. They want you to keep going further and further. And like she always says, if you do something, do the best of it. Don't do of it halfway, course. you know. Always be the best at what you do. So that's the inspiration that I, I try to put into everything I do. And, and photography is the base of 
of one of the, the basis of my 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 inspired creativity but just the visual arts just arts in general audio visual mm-hmm. and just looking for the beauty in in everything i see and not limited not limiting it to just where we are now you know right. just, you know, I, I, you know movies and stuff like that just inspire i was also the inspiration also besides being connected to my mom i'm a i'm a star trek person i like uh futuristic vibes I like yeah yeah you see that right yeah yeah I want to I want to see ourselves in the future um and that's was that's part of it the fashion comes from my mom and the uh futuristic concept comes from me being a, a Star Trek Star Wars type kid you know growing up in that environment I still am uh and I want to see us in the future very important. I like that and it's it's a a beautiful future indeed like just the way the world is going you would you would feel like there is no light there is no color there's no pattern there's no positive activity but there is and I like the fact that your work shows that um I like the effort that you put in I recently worked with you on a project and, yes um, I really appreciated that <laughs> and looking forward and, to the next yes, one. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for the next one and I yeah. I was going to say that I mentioned to you that I was so happy for you to reach out to me and for me to co- contribute some of my pieces and even uh me being there in the presence and working with you guys it was a great feeling because um it was unexpected. Let me just say that. It was unexpected mm-hmm. and it made me feel like you know, all is not lost when it comes to creativity and, and just um that creative uh like you would say that creative village. Um all is yeah. not lost. It felt really good to work with you guys and then when I saw the the output mm-hmm. I know you do great stuff, but to see my work as part of the output, I was in awe. Mm. And, I appreciate um, it. Yeah, I mean, it 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 really brought um, a new perspective to me as far as what can be done with my purpose and my creativity. And I think that part of what you're doing as well. I don't know if you recognize it or acknowledge it. You're you're bringing everyone into a space where there's there's that next level you know like um don't don't limit yourself there's that next level and that i can appreciate you know that's a that's a big compliment i I appreciate you saying that one of the things that i i do if you notice when we were working uh is that every time uh the pieces were put together the uh, the sets and the uh, the uh, the outfits were put on our beautiful model uh and your pieces were put on and you know all the pieces were put, it inspired me at that point now to to do what i had to do so okay. the the for me i see it as a a collaborative um creative process because as much as i might have a concept in mind when the other creators put their pieces on or when when uh even uh you know when the hair is done differently you know or when uh-huh. when when you put your pieces on her the glasses and and the neck the necklaces uh-huh. that inspired me and i saw a different way to life like using my life to to wow. enhance to enhance what what was being done by my 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 fellow creators So right. as much as mm-hmm. I, I might have a, a base to work from, when I'm working with people that are bringing their their creativity to to the project, as we work, I'm also trying to paint the picture that they're trying to put together. Also, I, I and that's that's what the, the uh, uh, that's what makes it very challenging for me. And I I love that challenge because it takes me out of my my comfort zone and. I don't know what my my I know what's there but when the when those when the when the image comes out 
it's a contribution of everybody because the challenge I feel challenged by the quality of work that the, my co-workers do my core my villagers mm-hmm. put in right. and that's the I, you guys do a great job putting the pieces together and putting everything so when I see it I said I have to represent that very well the models doing a great work you know and I want to make sure that I'm I, I'm representing the, the the quality of the work and the pieces that are being created that are being put in front of the camera I want to represent it well I, not only capturing it but lighting it properly making sure that the colors are done properly making sure that the complexion of the person that I'm working with is done properly that everybody's contribution is well represented mm-hmm. on on the capture that's why I like to put all the information on on you know connected with the with the works that we do so when it's published that everybody knows that every that these people were the father the father the the, the creative village it was it's not just me right. you know everyone credit which is it's it's uh it's the right thing to do um yeah it's definitely necessary so let's touch on lighting and then we're going to talk about publishing because I really want to talk about about how how the publishing thing how has come about and when you started and what's the most exciting part about the publishing. So let's talk about lighting. When I look okay. at your photography, the lighting is beautiful. And I just, I've seen your work prior to any editing and I was done to find out that it looks as if it's already edited so um please do shout out the companies that um provide your great uh, equipment that you use and tell me about um how you use lighting to create what we see well i am uh ambassador of rogue flash photography and that's from a company in the UK called Expo Imaging. Uh they they design modifiers for lighting. Uh because I work on the go, I, I'm always outside and shooting my my images. Um their products are very portable and it's I mean, it's so easy to carry, collapsible, you know, I can actually slide it in my back pocket when I'm shooting. And I, it's magnetic pieces that I can take off and on very quickly and move around with. Uh, they are so, uh, you know, they are agile and functional, if I can use that to describe it. They, you know, because sometimes, as you, you realize, we were working in the middle of, of, a, of a very active environment. People were coming and going. The weather was affecting things, and I, I had to be able to move and make quick decisions. I had to be able to add color gels very quickly. Those are gels from Expo Imaging and Rogue, Rogue uh, Flash Photography. I had to be able to match the colors when I wanted to, and sometimes even create sunlight when there was no sunlight using uh, the gel photography, the, ge- the gels that come with the. Uh, with Expo Imaging's uh, packages that they have, um, so those those uh, those modifiers are so easy to carry and function function with. Uh, but the inspiration, as much as equipment is, is great to have, the inspiration still comes from the, the the combination of the energy that comes from my creative village. Right. So. Mm-hmm. You know, like like if there's a color that stands out from an outfit that a designer uh, uh, makes, mm-hmm. you know, I want to make sure that that outfit stands out with the right complementary color by using the right color gel to complement it. Or if I want to, you know, to contrast it, use the right color gel to balance it out. In other words, shoot with a purpose and use the uh, equipment intentionally and not just throw things around just for the fun of it it's right. it's it's, it's kind of it's, it's it's easy to just throw lights up and move around but sometimes to set the right mood you need to actually see it in your in your mind's eye first mm-hmm. and then and be fortunate to work with, with amazing uh, creatives that can help you work in that direction and then use the lighting to tell some story 
you know, uh, mm-hmm. with the right colors and the right combination uh, to, to bring the story out. It's, it's uh, and you know, some people might have a style of photography. I, I seem to adjust my, you know, my images to the feeling that exists around the, 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 the concept at that time. Okay. You know, and then when I work with when I work with clients, they might have a concept to work with, but I still kind of bring out the, the feeling at a specific time, uh, mm-hmm. depending on what the outfit is, depending on how the attitude is, depending, you know, if we need, you know, what color lights we might need by complementing not only the outfit but complementing the feeling that connects with it, and those. That, that the equipment, like I said, is important for the people. You know, when you were there, you assisted. Not only did you bring in uh, beautiful, you know, beautiful pieces that that contributed to the the color range and the color diaspora of the uh, the piece, the, the 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 images that we end up with. We you 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 were actually there assisting. <laughs> you you know, and it becomes contagious after a while when you see beautiful people working together and and I remember taking an image uh, I'll show it to you that mm-hmm. you and um, you and, and Taika and Nori and everybody was so busy collaborating and putting pieces on on Lil Nori's neck and our model you know making sure that everything was okay and the outfit had a piece of everybody's uh, uh, creations on the model Mm-hmm. So that alone, I was inspired to light it properly. Right. That's that. That's inspiration enough for me to say, you know what? I'm not going to let these people down. I want the lighting to be done properly. I wanted to represent the, the work that they're working with. So the quality of the light and the quality of my my photography, and then I after I capture it, yes, I do take it in to to finish it. Uh, it's just definitely if I'm going to do something, I'm going to publish it or I'm going to print it. There will be some definite finishing work that I need to do. And that's, we, we used to do that even before there was digital uh, processing. It was mm-hmm. done in the, in, uh, in the dark room. So the dark room was, was the same as a lot of people get kind of, oh, you, you digit, you know, doing digital work or Photoshopping. That was, it was done before there was Photoshop. We were still doing it in in the dark room, but wow. the most important thing is capturing the, the the using the right lighting and the right feeling uh, to complement and be intentional with the images that that represent the, the images you want to capture. And like I said, it it comes down to the people that I work with. It's inspiring to the people that I work with, and, and expo imaging really that and they 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 make the, the product so easy to carry and travel with that like I said I keep it in my pocket as I shoot and I can replace and put up different color gels here and there at, at the at the snap of a button I can do that very quickly you know and I can move very fast I can I can even try or maybe I want to use yellow gels here I'll try and see if it works or use green hair or use blue hair and I can pull it around so quickly without wasting time and still experimenting and still, as you know, I was showing you the back of the camera when we were shooting, I was asking my, my co-creators, what do you mm-hmm. think of this, you know? Because, yeah, yeah. yeah, with the equipment we had, I still depend on the human, the human creative view. And, and, and you were a big contribution, uh, you really contributed huge to that last project we did and I really appreciate it. You're welcome. That day was so fun for me. Um, it was so fun to be able to work with everyone um, in in that capacity, out in the yeah. open, fresh air, sun shining, wind blowing. Yeah. We don't know if it's going to rain or not. <laughs> well, we we did get a thunderstorm that night, but it was, it was yeah, nice so while it lasted. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Exactly. (laughs) Yep. It's like it's done. um, Yep. (laughs) How long have you been doing photography? 
Uh, I've been uh, creative all my life. Uh, photography has been back and forth for a long time. I've been doing photography for over 15 years. Okay. I was asking that because of because of the quality and then when you speak, you speak in such detail that I know that you've been doing it for a long time, trial and error. Yeah, and, and, and I'm, I'm self-taught. I'm self-taught as a photographer, but uh, I I have done so many workshops with other people and I, I'm constantly educating myself. I'm never satisfied with where I am when it comes down to the quality of the work that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's why, I mean, I'm constantly, after 15 years, I'm still, still striving and looking at different concepts and, and different techniques that I can use to help. It's not... It, it's not just enhancing my work, but it's making sure that the uh, the people and the muses that I work with uh, are well represented with the quality of work that I can bring. Also, I want to be able to create images, quality images on the go. I want to be able to move quickly. I want to be able to move with intent and with not only with, with intent, but with, with purpose and get quality from it. Sometimes moving fast is, doesn't give you quality. And I want to know when to slow down and when to speed up. And the best way to do that is to have the knowledge and apply that knowledge and, into experience and then practice that. And that's something that, that keeps me going, you know, constantly. Great. Let's, let's dig into the publishing now. Hmm. You've been multi-published, right? Did you stop yeah. counting? <laughs> What's it? Have you stopped counting? How, how many? I stopped. I, yeah, I stopped counting. Um, if you go on to, I think, Caviar, there's a list that they have of, of all the uh, magazines that have been published in. But some of those are multiple publications within, you know, submissions and publications within those magazines. So yeah. I haven't counted it. Um, and even some of the hard copies I, I still need to order because I'm, I'm backlogged on some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and it's, it's for my, it's a lot of times, 90% of the time, I want to see it in print, but 90% of the time, at 100%, I want to, I want to be able to represent everyone that I work with. Right. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's what, that's what the publishing is all about because it's, for me, the, the digital concept is great to like, you know, have it on digital, maybe you put it on Instagram. But back to what I said about having intent. If if you you create an image and it stays online, it's limited to just that. Especially right. with the dimension, yeah, with the dimensions of the kind of work that I like to put into my, my images and the images that I create with people. I want it to be represented in many dimensions right. and not just just online because some images look very flat online and when you look at it in print you you notice different things and not only in print but in size mm-hmm. you know in large size prints rarely makes a big difference you know depending on the quality of paper you print it on and all of that but just getting the getting a, a magazine that you can open up and say wow I worked on these images with a group of amazing people it's like having your own scrap your own scrapbook but in multiple in multiple magazines right, you know right. mm-hmm. you know and that's why print is so important to me because I, I, you know, I grew up in an era where where digital wasn't really the forefront you know to be able to to have a good image, you have to make sure that it was printed properly. Right. And and that's 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 why, you know, seeing things on print is amazing. I mean, it's it's for me, it's an accomplishment uh, to see things in print, but it also puts the pressure on me to make sure that the quality of work is is a good quality enough to be printed because they just don't accept any image mm-hmm. to yeah, be printed. They want to make sure that it's quality enough to print, mm-hmm. you know. And a lot of times they want a story that can be told with the images, like a, a proper editorial that 
that has something to say. It's true. So, you know, a lot of the, the work that goes into to, uh, publishing starts before you pull the camera out. Mm-hmm. So getting the story together, making sure that it makes sense. And then making sure that you get the right people that can connect with the story that you're trying to tell. And making sure that those people can work hand in hand with you to accomplish that story and help you create that story. Not only, like I said, not only the way you see it, but bringing their their aesthetic to the table. And the aesthetic, mm-hmm. and most of the time, I mean, referring to our last session, most of the time, the aesthetic that a lot of people bring elevates the concept that you have. Right. You know, like when you put those, the, your, your, your glasses on, on, on Nori's face and your necklace and then uh, Tayika put that metal piece on her neck you know and just just enhance it enhance the situation it, it really enhanced and like I said when when I see those enhancements being done I want to make sure that the quality is up to speed so that I can you know when we get published it looks great right it, re- it represents us you know Mm-hmm. It, feel, it feels it feels good. It feels yeah, good. Yeah, it does. You know? It definitely does. And I'm I'm looking forward. I did order a print, and I'm looking forward to it. You offer that yep. service as well, right? Definitely. I order large size prints. Um, not only large size prints of of uh, of my, if you know, pictures of of, of you, but large size prints of whatever prints that I might have. If you see something on Instagram that you like uh-huh. and you want a large size print of it, I offer uh, I offer that. I have uh, some fine art and fantasy print uh, images that I've shot and that's available. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I don't have it on my website, but it's available. It's available. If you see something on Instagram that connects, you can always order it, you know. And the larger the print, believe it or not, the, the, the more... I think the more interesting it is, lot prints really, really stands out. After watch, looking at things on your phone for a while, yeah. when you see a large print, you large print you really realize what we're missing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I and we want to make. To I have a space for yeah. it, ready, ready to hang. Oh. Uh oh, I hope it represents it. I hope. It oh, I'm sure I hope. it will. I don't doubt it. I'm sure it will. Thank you. Um, Thank you're you. You're welcome. Let's talk about challenges. Challenges in okay. the industry. Having um, having been in the industry for so long, uh, what what are some of the challenges that you face doing the work that you do? One of the things that a lot of people don't talk about as a creative is uh, our mental and emotional state. As creatives, yeah, we kind of. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm no, I'm no professional uh, doctor, but I can speak and say that uh, as creatives, we have, we have, um, we have highs and lows, and our lows are very low sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it takes a lot to get us out of our lows to keep moving. Uh, for me, one of the big challenge is. Uh, making sure that I can maintain a good level head uh, to take me through my lows and to manage me through my highs. Uh, because being, you know, running your own business, things are bumpy. Um, and sometimes, you know, sometimes business is good, sometimes business is not so good and it can directly affect your emotion mm-hmm. uh, I have a family that I work with I have a, a beautiful family I have uh, three kids um, and making sure with my youngest child now still in the house with me and my wife making sure that he is taken care of financially uh, my contributions for that and being a, a, a self-employed 
creative is also mm -hmm. a real big challenge. So the challenges are multiple. Running your business uh, and being uh, mentally stable to be able to continue being creative right. and continue and continue uh, uh, being aware of your environment, especially making sure that the ones that you love and you care about, that you are there for them, uh, even when the lows are low. Mm -hmm. And having the right support in that system, uh, as I have, can help take you through those lows uh, so that when the highs come, everybody can fly together you know uh, as creative we don't really we, we tend not to face the lows we tend not to pay attention to the the, the, the creative lows because we feel that it's a phase that we get through but we don't take it into consideration that we will go through those lows and we need help to win those lows to make it through and a lot of people don't understand uh creatives when we go through that process but we need sometimes we need to take a nap <laughs> you know yeah. We, need, yeah. we need to just resign ourselves for a little bit to be able to come back better than we were before but uh working with non-creatives sometimes they don't see that yeah, you know and, and, mm -hmm. yes and being a cre creative in a business environment is hard because uh, people that just manage businesses see ones and zeros mm -hmm. and as creatives we have a great great uh, 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 period there we have a great space there that we we live in a lot of the time mm -hmm. but in order to survive in the business world we need to make sure that we get our ones and zeros in place to be able to live in a great world you know what I'm saying yeah and uh very complex and make it yeah, and making sure that we keep our mental and emotional, uh, we don't, we don't, we, we shouldn't turn our backs on that. We should be aware of it, mm -hmm. and 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 surrounding ourselves with people that understand that helps. Yeah, it really helps Definitely. for people to know that that uh, we creatives go through our emotional ups and downs, and it can directly connect to our business as we work. You know. Uh, the truest thing men, I've heard all week. <laughs> yeah, our mental state, our mental state is important. When we talk about mental, mental problems, mental illness, and mental uh, depression, and all those things, they, I think, they, they affect creative people a lot more because when we create something, we put all that we are in it. After that session we did a, 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 a few weeks back. Uh, I had I had to really take time to to rest because mm -hmm. not only is this physically challenging but emotionally, uh, when you're running a, a, a session, you are emotionally connected with everyone on the session. Mm -hmm. So that takes, that kind of drains you, and then by the end of the session, then you still have to produce the final product, and then after I, I did that submission. Um, for the last project we did, I needed to sleep. I needed to rest. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, definitely resonate. And that takes that. a lot. It takes a lot out of you, you know. It takes a lot out of with that. And like you said, yeah. uh, non-creatives don't understand it, and they take it personally, or they get offended, or you know, they feel like you're acting away. But it's not that. It's we need to recharge. Yeah, recharge. That's the way to put it. Yeah, if we don't recharge, we can't produce our best work. And all we exactly. want to do is create our, put out our best work. So, yes. Yeah, exactly. that, that's definitely. Um, that's definitely, a big challenge. Yeah, that uh, I kind of like that that um, that answer because it, it went in depth and it's something that, like you said, we don't really put to the forefront. Yeah. You know, our society doesn't take our mental state in general as a as a serious thing, and it's sad that we don't take it seriously. Uh, mm -hmm. It affects us 
uh, our mental state affects us physically as much as our physical state affects our mental state and that's something that we don't take seriously enough our, our, you know and we need to take it seriously in our community and in our environment to, to keep moving forward right upcoming projects or um, is there a specific task that you have to handle right now that you are like excited or you you enjoy working on like is there anything right now that you're you're kind of looking forward to, to getting into yes there's a few things that I'm, I'm working on I'm I'm uh, still working with Expo Imaging uh, as a rogue ambassador and there's constant new products that uh, they send me every time to try out and that's exciting. It's great to get these little packages and you, you have these cool concepts to play around with. Um, that's always exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the submission. Uh, and the September release of a project that we worked on together. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm looking for that uh, in uh, in September. Uh, I have uh, some other things coming up connected with a gallery show showing that I'm collaborating with someone that still I can't say too much about. Um Cool. And uh, let's know that and you a, have a list of things. This is like, yeah, and a couple, a couple of shoes that, yes, a couple of shoes that are coming up, and one is is connected with uh, someone that I, I'm doing a shoot with that I, I was, I remember when she was born. Wow. So, okay. yeah, she, she, yeah, she, she recently hired me to work on her project. And that's something that I will be working on uh, this uh, this September coming up. And she hired me. She actually hired me to do her project. And I remember when she was a baby, when she was born. Wow. Exciting. And she, yeah. And it's amazing that she she she's given me that that respect. Uh, and I will give her the same respect for for hiring me. Mm-hmm. To, do a, to do her project she has some uh, some music coming out soon and you'll hear from you I can't give you all the details on her name and stuff but yeah. you're gonna hear it'll come out don't gonna, worry yep it'll be, yep. It'll you're be gonna hear, <laughs> yep you're gonna hear her music out there and, and it's all part of the process uh, nice. but you know most importantly uh, you know making sure that my my youngest is uh, making it through school, mm-hmm. uh, making sure that my my wife and my family are staying tight. Yeah. Uh, making sure that I continue uh, this creative journey. Making sure that I I don't don't get too down uh, during the downtime. Yeah. Uh, and making sure that you know. Uh, just keep a positive mind and connect with more creatives because that's where that's what fuels my fire uh the more creatives i connect with the more i can i learn mm-hmm. uh, and i can share my creativity so there's a lot of i'm open to a lot of possibilities now that's great that's great yeah um collaborating is definitely a plus yeah. and it, it does it does keep the creative juices flowing it brings inspiration and um i always feel like that's that's one thing that you can do as a creative whenever you're feeling down or you're feeling like you got brain fog and you know collaborate yeah. to some degree because that'll that'll definitely bring you back to you know point a so now you could start branching out and decide what what's next for me you know yeah so, yeah, uh, yeah. With in, with intention you know and col- collaborate with without I, I use the word mediocrity yeah. collaborate without that because a lot of times you know back to the internet world 
we limit ourselves to what is hot at that point in time, you know. Mm-hmm. But when you connect with 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 creatives that are willing to go outside of color, like they say, color outside the lines, mm-hmm. that that that's inspiring, and it's it's uplifting to have the opportunity to connect and collaborate with with those creatives that are willing to color outside of the line, and, and it, it's inspiring. It is very inspiring to do that. I agree. What skills or qualities do you think are important to succeed in your field in the industry of photography? What skills? It, you have you have to have an open mind, and and like I always say, it, you have to you have to work outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So having an open mind and working outside of a comfort zone is, is, is something that gives you a different vision or you uh, uh, were diff- not a better vision because there's no such thing as a better vision when it comes to when it comes to art there's nothing uh, there's not a good and bad thing when it comes to art. Mm-hmm. Art is not good or bad. It's, it's is you know it's different. Giving yourself the opportunity to have a different view outside of what is considered to be the normal view. That's a skill that a lot of people, a lot of creatives, uh, a lot of very good creatives have, and a lot of people that are trying to figure it out don't have that opportunity to have. And mm-hmm. and having a different, having to be able to think outside of the box, see things differently. And the only way you can get to that point is with experience. Right, because that could happen at every any given moment. You you would have to change something on the spot yeah. and still yeah. be able to achieve, you know, creating at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and having that kind of vision, just you can look at something and see it differently. I mean, with the way uh, society works, people are so quick to shut down certain Things, certain imagery mm-hmm. or certain um, concepts and they limit it to what society accepts or their social environment accepts at that point in time but they don't see even with something that is extremely negative you can look at it and understand why it's negative and use that to work in your favor right and that's having that view that that different vision and that's something that we we don't give ourselves the opportunity to do uh so so just that ability to do that is something that that is is a necessary it's you know the tools the physical tools are necessary like i said mm-hmm. but being able to to look at an uh, uh, an environment not only because i'm a i'm a guitarist also i'm a musician Okay. And and be able to listen to all the, the, the new things I hear, but understanding the root of it all. And, and and looking outside of the scope of what exists and looking at the whole picture is something that we we as creators can use instead of limiting to ourselves to what already you know, what not only what already exists but what is is being Overused, right? We can give okay. ourselves the opportunity. Yeah, we can give ourselves the opportunity to look at even what exists already, what is overused, and find our own place in there mm-hmm. instead of just being copycat. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with being inspired by other people's works, mm-hmm. but if you can use that that visual internal sense to to look to look deeper. You know, that that's yeah. a skill that, it, that it's not. It, it takes a lot of practice to get to be able to see something, and go. You know what? You know, if you see something like a piece of sculpture, or a piece of artwork, or even a, a picture, an image online, and you say, you know what? I don't like that picture. Instead of saying I just don't like it and, and keep, keep scrolling, stop and look at it and say, why don't I like this picture? Right. You know. Is it mm-hmm. is it a pers- is it a personal reason that I don't like it? What's influencing the fact that I don't like it? I don't like it because I, I don't it's personal. I don't like it because it's not technically done technically properly, or 
you know, is it a personal opinion or a professional opinion? You know, you want to be able to understand why there's a dislike for something. And if you use that exercise within yourself as a creative, then you you understand even more how you see things. Right. And having that site, that that available site to be able to look at something that you might not like as a person, but if you look at it and as a professional, you could look at it because as a creative, you have to be able to put back your two hats. There's two hats. There's the there's the the professional hat that you have to wear, mm-hmm. and there's that creative hat that you have to wear also. And you, we we need. It's hard. We, it's hard for us to do that, but we have to merge the two sometimes to make it work. And when you see a piece of art or something that you are uncomfortable with, you look at it and say, "Why is it uncomfortable?" Right. You know, why don't I like it? Or if you see something you like, you say, "You know, I like this. What makes this work?" Mm-hmm. You know, and that's mm-hmm. how I, I. That's 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 how I approach. When I scroll through Instagram or I go on Pinterest or where, even when I'm walking down the street and I see a piece of graffiti on the wall, I look at it and I say, "Why? Why did this? Why did I stop and look at this? Right. Is it because I like it, or is it uh, because I don't like it, or something stopped me? What is it that's inspired me to look at this and take that and try and 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 connect with it and see how it becomes, uh, you know, it." it how it connects to me and how I create. Because for me, I don't think uh, back to finding a, a connection to what I. I'm a photographer, but I'm a creative. Uh, I, the visual aspect of it is in general. The, the audio aspect. Sometimes I hear music when I'm shooting, music that's not being played, or when I'm creating a concept, I hear music that I built something from. I recently posted an image. Uh, uh, that uh, a portrait of someone that I did, and it was inspired by a song that I heard, a, a song that had the word uh, "I'm not perfect, but I'm beautiful." Mm-hmm. You know, and I used yeah. that as the base to pull that image, and I, I posted it online on Instagram. So you put all of that together. It's you have finding being open-minded enough to to reach out and say, "Oh wow." You know, I like it or I don't like it, and ask yourself why. Exactly. Very interesting. Very thought-provoking, and um, it, it's it's not just a, a empty statement. It's definitely something that will make you think, and um, I appreciate that a lot because the listeners will need that that perspective and to adopt that understanding not only with being a creative but with life. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. as creatives we, we see things differently anyway. And mm-hmm. I think that's why they I think that's why they fear us. Because we see things differently. And they don't they want us to stay um they want us to stay on the tracks that they built for us. Yeah. And but mm-hmm. they they see it. they see they see us as a threat. You see, they're afraid of us because we we color our side of the line, mm-hmm. you know, and they, yeah. they they don't know what to do with us because we see things differently, and we Bad scare them. Children, huh? Bad little children. <laughs> yeah, you know, they do that to us, but not realizing that the more they do that to us, the more we we're gonna rise up strong, you know. Exactly. <laughs> you know? what we do we find a way from nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yep. wow! Thank you so much for this interview. Um, this is my pleasure. To, yeah, so I want you to tell the listeners exactly where can they find you, where can they view your work, and how can they book your services. Let's get that well, out here. Yeah, you can contact me at Bimsha Brown Photography. The word is B Y M. S H A Brown B R O W N E Photography dot com, and you can catch me on WhatsApp. My WhatsApp number is three four seven eight two nine six seven four two. I do have packages 
for sessions, but I like to do uh, bespoke packages, if you know what I mean. Mm. Because my bespoke packages are designed specifically for what the, the client's needs are. It, there's a lot of energy that comes to uh, creating something that's out of the world, you know, fantasy or something that's fine art related or something that's just uh, different. So I like to give my clients the opportunity to, to develop something with me. So there's a lot of opportunities for developing bespoke type sessions, which I really like to customize with clients. So, you know, I'm on Instagram with the theme, B-Y-M-S-H-A-B-R-O-W-N-E, photography.com. Uh, I'm on, uh, I'm on almost everything with that. My, my, you know, my website is that. And then, you know, a WhatsApp call can work. A text can work. Um, what else? You know, all of that. <laughs> yes. And... I want all the listeners to take heed to everything that AJ said today because that was from a creative standpoint. For those creatives who can resonate, give him a round of applause because I think he touched on things that we don't say. And for those who aren't creative, you could learn now how to look at a creative and try at least, try a little bit, try to understand what it is to be a creative and to um, be a bit more supportive to the creatives in your life. Yeah, respect. You. Respect the creatives. Yes. Yeah. I really appreciate this opportunity and uh, I'm looking forward to us working again very soon together. And you this too. is, a, you know, this is in a lot of ways therapeutic for me because these are things that I really, really always feel. And I appreciate that you've given me the opportunity to say these things. And, and you know, and this is, uh, like I said, very therapeutic, and I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. No problem. You're welcome, and thank you. This has been another episode of Lensless with Candy Wu, and I will see you next time. Tune in, give us a like, share, and a follow on our platforms, because these are positive things that we are bringing to the community. Have a good day. Bye-bye.